If you are someone who works from home, whether you have your own business or you've been transplanted home due to events happening around the world, either way, I have a great episode for you today. I am sharing with you four ways that you can optimize your work environment or your home environment while you're working from home. Because if you haven't already realized, If your environment is not conducive for work and your success, then you're not going to be successful. You're going to be distracted. You're going to be caught up in the busyness and the responsibilities of daily life around your home, and you're never going to get to your work block. So I'm sharing with you today four ways that you can set up your environment in your home to be able to help you get to your work block in a timely fashion, for you to be able to focus while you're in your work block at home and not be distracted by everything else that's going on in your home. Because it it is quite difficult to work at home, especially if you're not used to working at home and you're working outside of the home. When you come home, you might find yourself being distracted by the dishes or home projects, or your kids might be homeschooling now because of unfortunate events. Either way, it's essential that you set yourself up for success. And by doing that, it, it you have to set up your environment first to, in order to be able to do that. We have to lay this groundwork. We have to step back from the work for just a minute and get ourselves organized, declutter your space, and I'm gonna share all of that with you today in four simple ways to optimize your environment. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. If you don't already know this about me, I used to be a public school teacher. I only taught for four years before becoming a full-time stay-at-home mom. But one of my favorite things to do in my classroom was to set up my environment. And it might have been a foretelling of what I would do in another profession as a professional organizer. I love setting up systems. I love looking at a space, seeing how it can work a lot better, problem solving. I'm actually applying this knowledge and these skills that I naturally have to redesigning and renovating our home. We're about to do an addition on our 1950 farmhouse. And there's just some things that are going on in our house that aren't conducive to a rhythm and a natural, like a good flow in our house. So sometimes you have to take those extra steps to create the environment that is going to better suit your goals, your mission, your lifestyle, your flow. And so, like I said, in my classroom, it was one of my favorite things. If I saw a problem, 
to spend time redesigning, rearranging furniture to be able to fix that problem. Now, let's apply this idea of stepping back from our work and focusing on our environment so that we can set ourselves up for success. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom who has a side job, if you are a an entrepreneur and you've started a business similar to mine, or if you are working for somebody else and you're working from home, you still need to optimize your environment to be able to get the job done and the tasks done that you need to get done in a timely fashion. And the only way to do that is to be able to stay focused. And I always encourage to be able to stay focused. You need to declutter. You need to take away the things that are distracting you. You need to streamline your environment in order to streamline your mind. And so we're going to dive into that right now. Okay, so step number one, and probably not steps, but something that you need to do first is you need to create routines through things like habit stacking, which I am a big advocate of. Stacking your habits so that you're getting things done in a timely manner and you're not having all of those those home responsibilities blend over or um, kind of bleed over into your work block. So it's really important to create your home routines. This is waking up at a certain time. This is having a morning routine, a self-care morning routine. Don't just wake up and dive right into work while everything around you is in chaos. It is really important that you systemize your day, systemize your morning routine, systemize your your routines in your home. Like when are you going to do the laundry? If you are a work from home mom, when are you going to do the laundry? Is it going to be like sporadic every once in a while? Well, I'm just going to tell you, laundry is not going to get done because if you're anyone like me, you love to focus on your work. You love to pour into it. Well, your family still needs your attention. They still need you to cook dinner, okay? And the only way to follow your time blocking routine is to create routines in your home. You're never going to get to your work block if you don't finish your home routine block in the morning time. So create home routines through habit stacking so that you can get into your work block on time, without distraction, and in prime focus mode, okay? That, I find it to be a big struggle if I don't complete my morning block routine and every task that goes into that morning block routine, homeschooling, um, my ex, my workout in the morning time, my personal development in the morning time, putting on my makeup. I am a person, even though I work from home, I still wake up, I get out of my PJs, I put on my makeup, I brush my hair, because at any point during the day, if I need to jump on a call, a business call, or a coaching call, or if I need to make a promotional video, a social media video, whatever it is, I am ready and I am primed, okay? So it's really important that you start out with creating your home routines, which if you have not created your home routines, I have this this entire podcast is devoted to your home, routines in your home, and habits in your home. Okay, so veg out on these 
podcast episodes and start systemizing your home and your life and get them in order so that you can show up as the entrepreneur or the business woman that you want to be. All right. All right. So the next thing that I want you to do or that I recommend to do is you set up a designated workspace for you to show up to. There is a lot of people out on social media that will say, oh, your work is wherever you go. Yes, that is true. But at the same time, for somebody who is coming from the traditional workspace away from the home, you're still in that, that mindset of like leaving the home and showing up somewhere. So when you come home, if you don't have a designated place to show up to, you don't really feel like you get into work mode. So for me, I'm creating a home office and I plan for that to be my designated place of work. I'm gonna have my microphone set up at all times so I can get to my podcast a lot easier. And we're gonna talk about tools in just a minute. And I'm going to have my camera set up so I can record it. I'm gonna feel much more inspired to do these things if they're already set up for me. Okay, so having your workspace in the common area of your home is fine, but at the same time, how productive are you really going to be unless you designate a certain spot? I mean, yes, you can have your desk in your living room, but is that going to be a place that is quiet? Are you going to be able to focus? Are you going to not be distracted by the tasks that are in your home that are a lot easier to do? Because so, sometimes when we are, we we see, we have this silent to-do list around us at all times. Like the laundry, it's yelling at us to fold it, to fold it and put it away. And then we have the dishes in the sink and they're telling us, hey, you did not load the dishwasher, put us in the dishwasher. So for me, it's really beneficial for me to shut the door of all of that task that is outside of my work block. Those are my my home block task. And for me to go into the room or go into the space that is designated just for work. So step number two is, and I hope that you will heed to this, is to set up a designated work spot, whatever that looks like for you to be able to focus. Step number three is to keep your work tools minimal to avoid distractions, okay? So this, sometimes if you don't have a clear focus on what your job actually is, now if you work for somebody else outside of the home, then obviously it's gonna be obvious what your tasks are and what tools you need to complete those daily tasks in your job. But if you are a entrepreneur who is, you know, self-employed and you're trying to figure out what tools you need, you're probably, you know, here, there, and everywhere, and you're not streamlining what you need. So what I like to do and what I like to advise people and coach people on is to strip it all away and work with one tool at a time. Perfect that one tool and using that one tool. So so say your your one tool is your laptop. I like to personally work from my, and I'm not gonna go with phone. I'm not gonna start with phone because our phone is a tool of distraction. Um, so I'm gonna start with the laptop. So get really, really good at using just your laptop for 
your 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 business. And then if you want to branch out, add on like a microphone for your podcast, or you're going to branch out and you're going to add on a camera, like obviously your phone camera could work and you're going to add on a tripod. And um, so outside of the tools, think of things like if you are contacting clients and you need to stay in touch with them through mail, mail correspondence, then you're going to have a stack of note cards available for you. Now, what I want you to do and what you what do I want you to think about and take time is you might just have an, a lot of extra clutter, like client support uh, materials that you haven't sent out in months or years and you're still holding on to. <laughs> Those are all wishful thinking items. You're not going get, to get, get to them and they're, they're not a part of your business now. So go ahead and get rid of them and cut yourself, cut your losses and and rid yourself of that, like I said, that unspoken to-do list. Basically, that's telling you that you're failing. Okay, anything, in any tools or any materials in your office that makes you feel like you're failing or you're not getting to, remove them. Go ahead and remove them. Box them up. Put them in the attic for a little while. Put them in a closet. See if you actually need them in the next couple of months while you're doing your business or doing your work. And if you don't need them, then then go ahead and get rid of them. Okay. All right. So keep. So let's go back to the two. Um, knowing what your tools are for your business, I want you to know what your IPAs are. This is income producing activities. What tools do I actually need that is going to help me bring income into my my life and into my home? If you have any tools that are just fluff and they're not actually producing income for you, then get rid of them during your work block. If your phone, if you tend to get on social media and it's not actually creating income for you, then get rid of your phone during your work block and work from your laptop, whatever that looks like for you. So take a, take a healthy evaluation of your work block, of what actually produces income for you. You might need to do an evaluation, like <clears throat> income producing activities evaluation, what actually will bring you income, and then surround yourself and set up your environment with those tools, okay? When you see those tools, you're more likely to use them, but if you see lots of tools, you're going to get distracted. All right, step number four, and the most important step, I believe, and what is pretty much my, what I like to embody on a regular basis and I like to coach from and teach from, is resetting, this is so important. Important Resetting your workspace before the end of your work block every single day. So what does that look like? Well, it's cleaning up your space and not leaving papers all over your desk. It's leaving your calendar out and open and ready to receive, you know, your focus for the next day. It's, you know, um, Going ahead and writing out your to-do list of main important tasks that need to get done the very next day. You're resetting your environment so that you are more likely to go into that environment the next day, especially if you are self-employed. You are having to train yourself through new habits to go into your workspace. This is very, this is very it takes a lot of habit habit training, a lot of self-discipline for you to show up to work when you don't have a boss, okay? So it's 
it's it's more beneficial for you to reset your space to set it up so that you have somewhere to check in the very next day. Take the time after you're done what and ask yourself, what can I do right now to set myself up for tomorrow? Because sometimes here's the thing, people who work from home, they never shut off their work. They end up working at all hours of the day and they're not giving their family their full attention. I know I've been in this place before. I It's very difficult to shut it off if you don't clearly have a designated time where you shut down your work block. So as the little ritual at the end of your work block, whatever time that is that you close down shop, create a ritual for resetting your workspace for the next day. And like I said, whatever that looks like for you, setting up your tripod for the next day, um, writing your to-do list. I personally use MeisterTask to plan out my my work block and I, I absolutely love it. Um, like leaving out your calendar, printing out, like if you work with clients or if you have a, a team of customers, printing out your checklist for the very next day for you to check in with your next 10 customers and follow up with them. Whatever that looks like, go ahead and reset your workspace for the next day. All right, I'm going to go back over those four ways that you can optimize your environment while you're working from home. Number one is to create your home routines. And like I told you, this entire podcast is focused on home routines, habits, systems, everything. So binge on all of these episodes. I know that you're going to love them, especially if it's some, if, if, it, if it's, you want to keep your shower clean on a daily basis. I love that episode. It's probably my favorite. And I still clean my shower every single day because I want to bless myself with a clean and tidy shower. I just, I, I absolutely love that episode. All right, set number two is to set up a designated workspace, whether it is a separate room with a desk and your office. You can get even little folding tables and set up um, your office. Now, I do move my office. I I forgot to plug this into the first place. Sometimes I work from a coffee shop, or sometimes I like to go sit out in the sun, and so I will take a little folding table and set it out there. But have a designated spot that is kind of like your pillar of where your work area is. That way you show up there and if you decide that you want to work in a different spot, then you have all your materials ready. You can put it in a little basket or a bag, take it with you wherever you're going to go, and you have a designated start for your day for your work block. Number three is to keep your work tools minimal so you don't get distracted by all the bells and whistles that are out there. And step number four is to reset your workspace every single day at the end of your work block. And if you have not figured out how to utilize time blocking in your business, I have an episode that's going to be coming up very shortly that's going to cover time blocking, how I utilize time blocking, and how it has made me a better work from home mom. And to be able to shut down my brain 
to be able to switch from being mom to being entrepreneur to being podcaster and I'm not thinking about my business while I'm supposed to be focused on my kids so make sure that you tune into that episode when it is aired all right friends I would love to connect with you you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Lisa Lasat and make sure you head on over to habitsandhome.com slash freebies to grab any freebies that I have out there for you. Habit stacking your laundry and my three-step guide to declutter any room in your home. When you grab those freebies, you will be added to my email list where I give subscriber exclusive steps for creating healthy habits in your home with through systems and routines. And I personally love those emails that are sent out every single week. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you back here this Friday for a new No Fluff Friday.